In a world where movies were produced like shit through a goose, this is the story of two movie nerds on a mission they weren't supposed to survive. And their obsession that drove them to the edge of madness. But they managed to escape with the bone-chilling stories of action, adventure, mayhem, and love. Starring Miranda Lady Killer Birdall and introducing Raymond El Guapo Craig with a special guest appearance by Tim Kylo Ren Kupsek in Cinema Danger Duo, Episode 17. Honey, I blew up the duo. Hi, this is the Cinema Danger Duo. This is Miranda. And this is Raymond. And we're with our forever guest today again, Mr. Tim Kubsik. Hey, guys. And um, we're going to be discussing just a couple films, um, Star Wars, Rogue One, and then Captain Fantastic. And as always, we include spoilers, so beware. Um, we'll start with the Star Wars Rogue One movie. Mm. All right. <laughs> I enjoyed this one. I did too. As I always enjoy a Star Wars film. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I liked it a lot. I think that, yeah, they uh, thought it was super crafty and the way that they uh, brought the wars back in Star Wars. And, yeah. Know, it was just a, it was a interesting and new take that I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that it... Uh, I wouldn't even call it a Star Wars movie unless, like, it's not, uh, like, people were like, oh, they don't have the opening crawl and all mm -hmm. that sort of thing, and I'm glad they didn't because I, it wouldn't fit this movie. Like, it's not that kind of Star Wars movie, which I think for them they were probably wanting to test the waters to see how far they could push, uh these kind of spin-off movies because that way if this works as a completely different kind of movie that's like you said a war movie then they could do one that's maybe more upbeat and comedic or you know right. like the Han Solo movie could be a totally different thing and not have to be this like a buddy comedy is Han Solo right. <laughs> it doesn't have to be combined into this box of all the other Star Wars movies yeah. so Dramatic I think that's a good thing because then it's like you're still gonna get your Star Wars movie like your by the numbers Star Wars movie mm -hmm. every mm -hmm. other year, but that way these can just kind of be their own thing. Yeah, yeah. I do like the own thing that exists in its own universe, and that's pretty cool. I especially like this one because, uh, like you said, it did test the waters, but it was also uh, something <clears throat> something that you would expect probably in the. Uh, 80s and 90s about Vietnam. Yeah. Like, it definitely took a lot of that kind of idea of, you know, oppression and fighting against right. and it really explored that as well as... I know a lot of people had a, a comments about the character development, mm -hmm. about how it wasn't... Like, they didn't feel invested with them. Oh, really? Yeah. I think it could have been a little better. Uh, it, like, it wasn't bad, but I feel like they could have... Because, um, to me, what was missing to a certain degree is like it was billed as kind of a buddy heist movie yeah. like assemble the team and then you're doing the heist and it was very little of a heist movie it was yeah. a war movie yeah it was very um, much a and saving so it around. wasn't it wasn't like uh, like usual suspects or something where you get to know these 
all these characters and then they have to be a team and deal mm-hmm. with that. And mm-hmm. There was some of that, but it was very little. I mean, really, it was... It was between three people that you actually saw the, the real character development. Yeah. Everything else was like, there's so many moving components to be the heist mm-hmm. that those characters may have had a snippet of emotional time, but it was so quick that you weren't able to invest in them. Mm-hmm. But the three that I felt invested in were the ones that carried the story completely so yeah I, I i felt people's comments about it but i was just like you weren't really i don't know i wasn't sad to see them go as no. all these characters were supposed to go at some point yeah. <laughs> I, yeah I didn't see any surprise in the deaths like i knew if this was a suicide mission and that was kind of the um yeah many so boffins died these are goddamn boffins yeah. <laughs> well that no that's the next one or the other oh, that's story. right. Yeah, that's the other <laughs> the death. The other next one. Yeah. But, uh, no, like, the, I don't know, the, the suicide mission thing, to me, I like that it gave a weight to it, but it also wasn't, like, uh, overly done to mm-hmm. the sense, like, their scene at the end when you see the planet's gonna yeah. blow up. I thought that was really well done, and I like that there wasn't this obvious, like, romantic thing going on. Like, there's maybe a split moment where it could be there, but they don't actually kiss. Mm-hmm. And so, I think that's good that they didn't... I think it was more just the idea of not dying alone. Yeah. That was that whole tie. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily romantic, but it yeah. was just like, I'm glad that there was somebody else with Some me to experience this. Yeah, there, yeah, absolutely. There's somebody to see the end with, mm-hmm. and I thought that was really nice. And I fucking that shot That's I think awesome. it was beautiful oh, it was it. so nice I really yeah. liked the way they shot the film too it was great yeah one thing I'd like to get into is the kind of balancing how much of the original movie mm-hmm. do you put in there mm-hmm. and that sort of thing and expanded universe and that sort of stuff um, I think for me for the most part like visually it worked great I love the he, you could tell he was going for, I guess you could call it the inverted A New Hope. Inverted ratio. You have The New Hope is a black figure with white guards surrounding him. Mm-hmm. And the opening scene, you know, Darth Vader. And in this one, it's a white figure with black stormtrooper. You know, like yeah. the, everything sort of flipped a little bit. And I like the way it does that throughout, mm-hmm. for the most part. Uh, what didn't work for me is some of the overly done cameo stuff, and I don't even mean the CG stuff. We could talk about that in a second. Oh yes, please. But to me, I had more of an issue with like the guys. The two bounty hunters that yeah, are in like the, the middle of the were, fucking market. Who yeah. Like he doesn't knight you. <laughs> I have the death sentence and like those yeah. guys didn't need to be in this no. movie at all. No, they didn't. And some of those things, or even like the C three PO moment for me yeah would, that would have actually been better had they been at the very been end if they were just on the ship at the end yeah they didn't, like it was really forced yeah I no i think that would have worked a lot better had they not been on the planet but rather like on the ship yeah like where they're supposed to be anyways yeah. and in a lot of ways you're probably not going to see that <laughs> like if, just, if they were the ones running at the end too like if you yeah. heard like like if you heard r2's beep and then c3po like his mechanical running, yeah. Like as Darth Vader approached that uh, that blocked or door, like, that would have been fantastic. Going on, exactly. Mm-hmm. Out of the loop. 
yeah. thing instead of they see everyone going off to the battle. You know, oh, yeah. I don't know. Some of that stuff was a little forced. On the other hand, I like some of the little quips and nods uh, dialogue-wise. Like I like when the robot says. Uh, is gonna do the line that's in every Star Wars movie right. where he's like, I have a bad feeling about this, but they shush him before yeah. he does it, and yeah. it sort of makes a little tongue in cheek. Yeah. yeah, nice about little joke that. about it. Um, so those kind of things I think were smart, but I don't know. It's kind of mixed bag. Like some of it was well handled. I like how he made all the extras grow out their '70s mustache and sideburns. Yeah, they were. They all looked like Fit. extras would have looked if they yeah. had shot it in that period. Yeah. And so those little things I like, all of the visual touches with the consoles and the mm-hmm. effects, and mm-hmm. that all matched up nicely, I thought. Yeah, I really like it. practical effects, like any of the creatures, all of that. Superb, cool. yeah, there. Did you yeah. like the robot character in this one? I did. I thought that... Uh, K2SO. I mean, he's awesome. like he's uh, and he's done other voice work for video games and things, and he's, yeah, he's just... He's just a talent. He was he's perfect, super good. I yeah. thought, because he, uh, he's just blunt, and he's... Loved that. His dryness. Instead, yeah, <laughs> instead of the, like, C-3PO is, like, right. telling you the odds, he's like, you wouldn't like the odds. They're bad. <laughs> yeah. He's just, like, he's a little more human, and I think it's sort of the... Uh, I think Tudyk described him as sort of uh, like you know is like everyone knows that old person whether it's a family member whoever who's just <laughs> lost any sort of filter, filter and they're ju- they'll just like say things and you're like grandpa you yeah like, he and that's kind of his that was his shtick yeah. and it was good yeah it's like. <laughs> The captain told me to tell you that. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty nice. Just like, yeah, your mom told me I had to tell you happy birthday. <laughs> uh, the CGI part that you wanted the to characters. talk about. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, so bringing back <sighs> Tarkin and yeah. Leia. I did not like it. I mean, I liked it was done well. I'm just saying on the inside, everything oh, rebuilt. Yeah. It um, was spooked out. Yeah, I don't like know. It. Like... And it's also that weird when we're getting into the uncanny valley of how real they look, but they're still kind of plasticky looking. Mm-hmm. Or the eyes. So the Ooh, eyes always. God, look I weird. don't like the eyes. They um, scare me. Li- actually, <laughs> lips to me look weird because the way lips oh, yeah. stick as they're coming apart. Yeah. And like, like her lips looked wrong to me. Yeah. yeah. It didn't look like her saying those yeah. words. Right. Um. But other than that, I don't know. It was okay. I guess for me, the movie where it worked really well is Tron. Mm-hmm. And that's because they're in a digital world and he's a digital representation right. of, of a like physical he form. He duplicated yeah. himself and right. he was stuck that way since the 80s or whatever. Yeah. So it worked okay. And actually watching that one in 3D, I think, holds up. Like, it looks better than this movie did as far as how real right. the young, quote-unquote young... Would you say real or believable, looks, you mean? Uh, believable? Yeah, yeah, both. I mean, there's still some moments that don't quite work, and right. it's, you know, like the... They're trying to keep the head on his body to match, and so it kind of feels drawing a little bit, but the 
face and the hair, especially on Tron, like looked uh, really good to me. Like that one is still one of the best, I think, uses of both that uh, idea of like you know bringing them back to a younger version of themselves. Because the other thing too with that movie, it kind of comes full circle because the whole the original movie that there was no such thing as an avatar of right. yourself in a computer, so they just made up this idea of something scans you and then you look like yourself in the computer, Yeah. and that's the exact technology they use now to make them Avatars. in that movie. <laughs> and so it's like, it totally fits, because yeah. now the technology that was introduced in the first movie became real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, where it's some like this where... Yeah, you're taking a real person. Yeah. Um, or somebody who's passed where you don't have any uh, yeah. any more physical representation. Right. And then you have to completely digitize it based on what they looked like 30 plus years ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's insane. And I mean, it, it worked to me. You can tell that it's one of those things where they looked at frame by frame and that sort mm -hmm. of thing. Because each, if you took a screen grab of it, it looks good. Yeah, it's like, fantastic. You be like, oh, it looks like that person's there. Right. But once you add motion, that's where the lines start to blur a bit, and it's mm -hmm. you start to notice those little quirks that are just a bit off. I would have actually quite preferred a back of the head, mm -hmm. like pro, and then like just a turn profile shot during all the dialogue between Tarkin like and the director. Just completely shadow. Yeah. Like if he's supposed to be. Uh, the director of the project, mm -hmm. but yet he's technically an underling to the general because yeah. there's he's got he's got a research purpose, but yeah. then mm -hmm. general's got military tactic mm -hmm. and strategy purpose. They just talk about they had a bunch of different scenarios when they were doing the script because they were talking to uh, Cushing's mm -hmm. family and like you know here's the thing like where we have different options, we could just talk about it in passing, or, you know, do, like, he's a hologram, or whatever. That would have been but, probably good, but actually. But we like, we feel like it fits better with the story and going into the next one if he's really there, and so it was a back-and-forth thing, and they decided to go this way, but, um, for me, like, actually, what was more jarring to me is that with some of that stuff, because they were afraid to either hold too long on shot or do whatever, the pacing felt really weird to me in this movie. Like, it, Leia scene at the end especially, it like just cuts off yeah. and goes right into the music. And even the opening music and stuff throughout, There's, I felt like they needed another three months or something to like work on the edit, because yeah. the flow of it's really weird. Like certain scenes that should take their time are rushed, and yeah. vice versa. Yeah. Um, the opening scene where they're chasing after her, and that whole scene is fine, I think. But there's a lot of it as it goes towards the middle and end that just, I don't know. Let's just get picked up a little it, bit too it was quickly. It's just really odd pacing throughout. Yeah. Like even when they were gonna set off the weapon and blow up the Jedi. Oh yeah, the planet. Or Jedi yeah. Temple or whatever. Yeah, what is it called? Um, it was Jedi. just really drawn out in a weird way that was just like, it didn't have the urgency that it needed of like, oh, a big explosion is coming, we need to get out of here. No, and yeah. it just felt very drawn out. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seemed like. But then <clears throat> other parts later would be like super rushed, and it's like this. Need, you need that moment, and it's just like going through it so fast. Right. Yeah. No, I do agree with some of that. That pacing was falling a little short in the way that I, they did. I just feel like that was maybe because they did reshoots and then it, they didn't have enough time to like to couple it. sit back and kind of look at it. Yeah. Um, That's probably true. Uh, Peter Jackson talks about that with like Lord of the Rings. Like some of them, they were finishing the cut the day before he went to the premiere. Like it was Holy that shit. close. Like where he's taking a hard drive and he hasn't even seen that cut. I mean, he's seen pretty close, but it's like they're finishing effects shots and stuff, and so it's like you haven't had time to just leave it for two weeks and then come back. Yeah, and, and look at it with fresh eyes, yeah. Yeah, you know, and that sort of thing. And so you could tell, like, with the Two Towers, the second Lord of the Rings movie, that he hadn't really... That one has weird pacing, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's there's some of those that just weren't quite there. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I see that for sure. But overall, I loved it. <laughs> As it is, like, more oh, Star Wars, really and I'm all about more yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. Like, it was it was fun. It yeah, was I liked it a lot. Yeah. I, the, the Darth Vader scene at the end is one of my favorites. That was actually it's badass. So That's badass. a reshoot, too. That was is a reshoot. Yeah, yeah, that was a reshoot. I loved that so much. Because it actually, like, that made him scarier than he's ever been yes. in the movies. Like, yes. He, you were like, I don't want to be locked in that room right now. <laughs> uh, and then every, and then the tension in it was just like, get it out, get it out, get it out, yeah, get it out. I love and that. And yeah, part. that I think if they would have been able to keep some of that kind of tension yeah. during, like just all of their incursion, mm-hmm. that would have been fantastic. It mm-hmm. would have been more heart pounding. It would have been more of thriller than right. it would have been a heist. And mm-hmm. I think that would have been really fun. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It would have been more. Yeah. It's a tough. It's a tough movie to. You know, for them to pitch like, okay, what a, how much of a war movie is it? How much of mm-hmm. a space yeah. movie? You know, like I imagine that had to be really hard to find the tone. Oh, of sure. The movie and then general. also the idea of it coming how off of humor is mm-hmm. two lines and a new hope. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> opening crawl. Yeah. And just like okay, now we have to flesh that out. Yeah. Now we have to make yeah. it a two-hour so, movie. It's like holy um, shit. <laughs> but I loved. I thought. Uh, Jin uh, and Cassie and like I love their characters like yeah. definitely attached to them and I like that they're flawed and shit and I also like that because she's kind of a badass like she starts fighting right away and yeah. he, he looks at her like oh she can handle her own not like oh a girl can fight you know yeah. I like that they didn't make it a big deal out of that mm-hmm. I also like that uh there's been some stuff recently where uh, Diego Luna talked about uh, fans' posts where he was stoked that his uh, father or grandfather went to the movie with him, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Did you see that? Like, there's a actor in a Star Wars movie, and he's got his Spanish accent. Like, they didn't make him change <laughs> his accent, and yeah. it's and it's not a thing either. It's not yeah. that he has an accent. It's just like." Yeah. He just was. He was just speaking. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that there's and a heritage like to Star they're Wars. Not, you, they're not used to that. You right. know, it's like everyone has like either an English accent right. or an American accent in Star Wars. Yeah. And so, or they have 
if George Lucas is behind the wheel, they have a really racist, like, Jesus, a yeah. really bad, like, Jewish accent, <laughs> like, we got another nice things here. <laughs> like, just really bad stereotypes. Yeah. Sort of like the, the Asian, like, right, as yeah. you know, block is perfectly legal. It's like, oh my god, like, have you listened to these? Yeah, like, yeah. Like so, yeah. yeah. Don't take him off of like some kind. I mean, it's not as cryptic fifties. It's not as bad as Michael Bay's movies, where okay, they're okay. just really bad black stereotypes. But yeah, they're still you know they can be pretty bad. So it's good to see that they're uh, they're willing to just let them be themselves or yeah. be the character they want to be, and not be like, well, no, that's not Star Wars. Star Wars has to have this. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I think that some of that is true, but I think that uh, going back to Jin, which is really cool, is that I think Star Wars has had a long history of like strong women characters and yeah. being uh, so able to diversify the their first cast. One, yeah. And uh, Leia's character is just no bullshit. Like she's yeah. just she takes over the scene right away, and she's just like, "Oh, you came in that ship," or like. Uh, yeah, you, know, you guys didn't have an escape plan. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> like into the trash compactor. Like, what are you doing? And it's like, like somebody's got to get her asses out of here. <laughs> like she, she's just like, yeah, I've been mocked here, but I'm not an idiot. Yeah, come <laughs> yeah, on, flyboy. <laughs> and I think that brought um, a lot to the dynamic of like up until then, it's the boys' club, and she's like, no, move aside. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are taking way too long to make a decision. <laughs> yeah. No. But two yeah, thumbs up. Yeah. A plus. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. See it. Bring Disney more billions. Because <laughs> they own the all. They are the evil empire, but we're still going. Right. <laughs> so true. They have Marvel, Pixar, Disney Animated Studios, yeah, Lucasfilms. They're not going anywhere anymore. And. <laughs> we'll have to at some point, maybe not today, but we'll we'll get into the like how fifteen years ago they were on the brink of bankruptcy and Disney was about to yeah. collapse. But But I like that they're not willing to just rest put out the world. So yeah. they're like you know, they changed uh directors, they changed uh uh they've you know, each of the movies have changed writers more than once until mm-hmm. so they, they didn't they're like, We're not gonna start shooting until with the script is right if mm-hmm. we don't like the script we're not gonna yeah. we're gonna push the dates back if we have to and that's yeah. good I'd rather they do that than just go for it yeah. and then have to they figured out that fix it in post, you know? quality makes more money than just turning well, the same thing new, out the new fans new audience right. um, yeah. you know they want to hit the younger audience yeah. and more diversity, of course, right. mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So. But like I said, this was a discussion for later. <laughs> Not this episode. <laughs> Taking down Disney. Yeah. Taking awesome. Well, our next one is Captain Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And um, I bought it a long time ago because I knew it would be good. I'd heard lots of good things about it. And then it just sat in my library forever. I just watched it last week. I've heard good things, and I'm glad you uh, recommended it, because uh, I didn't really know what it was about. I, I didn't just knew the cast, and yeah. that it uh, had some hype around it. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely bought it because of the hype, 
and I went in blind, and that's what I've been doing with a lot of stuff, and I have a way better experience when Sometimes I do that. Sometimes it's, yeah. 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 So I had no idea what this was about either, and I was more than pleasantly surprised. This was the film of the year for me, I think. Yeah, This was outstanding, I think. It oh, it's now everything. my favorite movie right now. It's yeah. my favorite movie. I like that it uh, doesn't just... Um, I mean, it's obviously from one point of view, but it doesn't make it out like this way is the right way. Oh, like, not at this all. This is how kids should be raised. No, this no. Is, you know, you see the bad side yeah. of uh, either direction. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, you see, uh, well, if, I guess you can kind of set up the. Yeah, so parents. you're, when you, um, when the movie begins, you're with a family, um, their dad has bought a plot of land and has raised them as basically like kind off of off the grid off the grid military Buddhists, yeah. like homeschooled all learn, these learn survival like yeah that. you gotta cut the animal yeah knife. and it doesn't matter how young you are you're in charge oh, kind yeah. of deal and <laughs> you can ask and your opinion anything. matters if, if, yes you know they don't care about like they'll stay fuck in front of him and yeah. he doesn't care as long as it's for good cause. Right. Like it's everything's fair game. Right. As long as you can back it up. Yeah. Right. You're you've got an opinion on something, tell us. Like right. you hate you hate this life. Why? Give me a reason why. You know? yeah. yeah. And so yeah. Yeah, and nope. you're also uh, made aware that their mother's mentally ill and she is at a hospital and Pretty soon after, she does end up commits, committing suicide, and so it, the whole movie pretty much takes place about the whole trip to the funeral and the so aftermath. They're back in the real world. Yeah, yeah they're and from Alaska they're and they have to go to California. Right. The family who hasn't seen these kids right. in a while, and so they're like the weirdos of the family who have been off in the wilderness. Right. And of course, the uh, the wife's father right. believes that. He's the reason, yeah. You know, like you took my daughter and grandchildren away, and you're ruining them. Right. Yeah. So, (laughs) before all that, though, I like even just watching the way that he raises them, and even though that seems probably way out there and just ridiculous Mm -hmm. to people, I was like finding myself being like. Oh, I wish I was one of those kids because I loved it so much. Like, I just thought it was like the most beautiful, open, incredible way that he was with his children. And mm, obviously, yeah. you see the bad parts of it. Yes, it's sure. not like it's just all. Well, it's an insane. In a lot of ways, it's an it's insane way extreme. to raise a family. Yeah, but it's exactly. exactly. But it's so. like an incredibly like romantic way to think that you can. Yeah. You can raise children to right. be Aristotle, and right. likely they would be because right. they are reading. Yeah. incredibly they, you know you know they're not it's not like they're completely cut up like they know very recent political right. facts like you know this judge was appointed or whatever you know they are not just well read but right. they're also up on current events right yeah. and so when they go and see like the <laughs> sister and her kid That's that was so my favorite awesome. scene because oh I knew it God. was coming because she's like, what are you doing to these kids? Like, they don't know anything. And he brings, I love that, he brings the youngest I know, one, yeah. He's like seven. Yeah. And uh, he's like, tell me your age. And then, uh, you know, because he asks, like, her teenager, like, what's the Declaration of Independence? Yeah. And then she's reciting it. Yeah. And then he's like, no, 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 that's not good enough. Tell me, like, you've got to back the, what does that mean to you? 
Yeah. So it's not just that she can recite things. It's right. like, no, critical thinking. Yeah. What, it, like, what does it mean to have the right to do Right. That? Or, yeah. Yeah. You know, to have the Bill of Rights and the yeah. Declaration so, of Independence. Uh, that, that scene was pretty awesome. Yeah. Just because <laughs> it's like, your kids are sitting there with their phones. And it's pretty realistic. It is it's realistic. It's not totally exaggerated. It's no. It's just like, hey, if I do this, can my friends and I go play games? It's like, mm -hmm. yes, fine. Mm -hmm. This is pretty normal. Like, that's oh, yeah. How, I, I that's how parenting goes. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Friends and family, you know, like, that's... Absolutely. They're like, fine, you can have your toy bag. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I thought it was beautiful and perfect for me. Yeah. And it's really funny, too. I it love is. how the youngest asks about sex. And, like, he's gives, still trying to, like, kind of direct her away from it. And then she's thinking about, yeah, the joy of sex. He's all with pictures. Like, everyone gets their presents. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Because that was the other argument, too. Instead of Christmas, they oh, yeah. uh, yeah. Chomsky Day. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Snow and Chomsky Day, yeah. And everyone gets, like, a knife. And, like, oh, yes. and they're like, yes, this, I wonder what are these knives. Yeah. Oh, my Which God. Which is funny, because I watch it with... Uh, Amy and her that's a big joke with her dad giving all the boys oh really <laughs> how <Yeah>. funny <laughs> so, yeah. yeah I um, I adored this movie and it'll be one of my favorites for a long time yeah it's it's really interesting uh, regardless of like whether you agree with yeah, some yeah. of the things or not it's just entertaining because, too. you know even I mean normally the uh, father-in-law would be the villain but he's our perspective he's actually yeah. like you he's see the as condition like, of even America. One, once he's willing to, to say like hey yeah if you want to take these kids maybe that's for the best and he he's not like yeah get out of here like he's yeah. like you're doing the right thing right and we'll take care of them and I like that he's reasonable in that sense and you would totally understand his point of view. I mean, if you're daughter oh, sure. with some dude and they're like, nope, we're going to live off the land right. and then And then he came and kid, disrupted you know, the funeral the way that he did. That's the other thing. Yeah, That's like, you know. whoa. <laughs> and it's like your wife is sitting there hysterical yeah. and very yeah. Christian. And right. So it's like, of course you're going to be pissed off. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of the things that I did uh, realize too and, and maybe they did this uh, to kind of give a little more empathy to uh, the grandfather, but the, the steps that the family took to reclaim their mother and right. give her the requests that she made in right. her own will right. and testament before, likely before she went to the mental hospital, right. but to exhume her body, right. to burn <laughs> her on the, on the coastline right. of <laughs> California or whatever it is. Yeah. There, there are some steps. She wants to be flushed down the nearest. Flushed down the nearest, yeah. I was really expecting it to yeah. overflow the toilet. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and so, yeah, they do it at an airport. It's like, they're going to so overflow the toilet yeah. and just start laughing or something. Like, yeah. Oh. Like, that, I thought yeah. that was, like, it was completely eccentric in it the way that you would give at the end of the movie where, you, where the kids go to the uh, grandparents' house right. to live. Like, you... Um, understand that that's probably a good choice. Right. But then at the end of the movie, when you realize that he's pulled back some of his off the grid, right. independent, um, well, he had know, some paranoia to ideas and learn himself. Exactly. And well, I think I that, that the, the kid, growth isn't only the kids. Yeah. Is kind of 
kind of the main point because yeah. he's the one who's at that age of I'm going to be my own man now and do I go down my father's footsteps right. do I rebel and go the other way right. you know because it's clear he like he sent out his <laughs> application got into any he got into Ivy League schools Ivy all over because he, yeah. right. he tests off the chart of course yeah, yeah. but uh, I like that at the end it wasn't just I'm off to this school it's like he decides he's going to kind of see the world and decide right. for himself so it's like finding that middle ground of like I'm not going to just do what you did but I'm also not going to necessarily just yeah. turn a blind school, eye to what like you've shown me yeah. maybe isn't going to show me everything but I need to be around people and I yeah. need to be around the world and, and he needs to build like, social he skills tries to flirt with <laughs> yeah. oh and that was all. horrible <laughs> yeah. awkward so awkward but funny too yeah you oh just like God. it's a train wreck and you cannot look away <laughs> yeah. you see it coming and it's just uh, glorious oh and uh, I love it when the cop pulls him over and he starts the oh, that's the they start oh my god it's incredible like, yes singing praise and he's just like okay okay <laughs> okay never mind <laughs> It was in like Oregon, that. too. It was hilarious. It was yeah. in Oregon, the state trooper. It was funny. Oh, yeah. I was just like, I know those guys. <laughs> They'd probably yeah. back off, too, if you started chanting some weird right. hymn and, like, uh... Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Well, yeah, so I definitely recommend seeing this movie. Definitely oh, yeah. put it on the top definitely. of your charts. Yeah. Rent it. So good. Get it. Buy it. Buy it do whatever it you want. Yeah. It, it's a fantastic film that I think um, as soon as the Oscars are going to be uh, announcing their nominations will be uh, among the top of I hope so. what's so, available. Which brings me for our next podcast. Should we do We need an Oscar. Oscar yeah, ones? we definitely. I think that would be fun to do. So maybe yeah. we'll look at a couple of those and maybe we might do one that's kind of an obvious Oscar one, but yeah. it'd be cool to look at some of the ones that are maybe yeah. not readily available or that, because I know uh, I do want to see La La Land. I do too, and way I'm bad. hearing that we m- might get it, but not until they announce the Oscar. Yeah, like oh. two weeks-ish, I think, right. is when okay. we're going to start getting it. So that might be a good one. Yes. Um, I'm open to suggestions, but I think it'd be good to do an Oscar one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I want to see that. I want to see. I know you saw Manchester by the Sea, the Wonderful. Uber Downer. Yeah. Um, yeah, Uber Downer. <laughs> uh, um, I also yeah, want to I mean, see. I guess that's one we could have added to this one, but uh, we'll, we'll yeah. see if we want to add that or not because, <laughs> man, it is. I also want to see Moonlight and Fences and um, Silence. I don't know if Silence will end up being Moonlight nominated, but. And. Uh, Hidden Figures? Did you guys see and that? Hidden yeah. Figures. Yeah. I'll that was, that, that was really good. Yeah. yeah. So we might, we'll see if we end up doing more than the usual, because we didn't do the full three this time. Maybe if we right. do more than the usual three, yeah. we can do more condensed yeah. reviews of each <laughs> so we could fit. Right. Do like a, a hundred well, reviews in a hundred minutes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I also want to like try to start <laughs> one sentence maybe exactly. recommending ones that we've I each individually yeah. seen that we recommend and we won't go into depth about them and just be like, I recommend oh, that'd be interesting. Because I yeah, really, yeah. really, really wish we could have seen and discussed the whaling with each other because it is so good. It's a South Korean film and it genuinely disturbed me and that is rare. So and it's not gory or anything well, I take that back, yes. There are parts that are. 
but not like my normal Miranda film. It just really got me, and it's really good film on top of all of it. And it's funny, so I was very, nice. yeah, all over the place with it. But I highly recommend The Wailing. It is on Netflix. Nice. So check it out. All right. All right. Well, uh, we will see you guys next time with our Oscar games. And uh, thanks again, Tim. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, guys. For joining. And yeah, look forward to next time. Woo see, ya. see you. Bye.